0: Hello, and welcome to Business Talk, brought to you by Business West and sponsored by People's Bank. Hi, I'm Chris Kellogg from the Kellogg Crew Morning Show on 94.7 WMAS. And I'd like to introduce the host of this week's episode. He's the editor of Business West. Here's Joe Bednar. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Business Talk. We have a great show for you today. But first, we have this important message from our sponsor, People's Bank. Thank you for listening to the business talk podcast sponsored by people's bank bringing you the best in business experts entrepreneurs and evangelists make business talk your innovation break for ideas and inspiration people's bank where commercial banking can fuel your growth and make work life easier member fdic dif equal housing lender bank at peoples.com business okay we're back and as promised we have a great show for you today Our guests are Shelley Zimmerman, hospital administrator, and Kimberly Lee, chief of creative strategy and development at at Miravista Behavioral Health Center. Uh, Happy to have you both here on Business Talk. Thank you, Uh, Kim. For our listeners who don't know, can you provide an overview of Miravista, including its history and the services it offers?
1: Miravista came online um, just about three years ago, um, in April of 2021. Um, As folks in the community may remember, um, Trinity had mentioned or had expressed an interest in closing the facility here in in Holyoke. And at that time, the state approached um, the ownership group. We have a sister hospital in Devons, Massachusetts, um, which is Terra Vista. And so the state reached out um, to the ownership group and asked if they might be willing in order to preserve the beds and the services that were available for Western Massachusetts to purchase this hospital and without hesitation, um, the ownership group said absolutely. So as mentioned, that was back in April of 2021. And so we are just about um, rounding the corner um, towards our three year anniversary. And we offered um, Joe both inpatient um, psychiatric care services for adults as well as adolescents um, who are 13 to 17, 18 if they're still in high school, as well as an array of recovery treatment programs, which include outpatient services for substance use through individual group counseling. We have an intensive outpatient program, medicated assisted treatment here um, through our opioid treatment program and through Miravista Recovery Services. So we are able to provide um, medicated assisted treatment to those who are looking to sustain their recovery as well.
0: Now, now, Shelley, um, you're just now about a month into your new role as hospital administrator. Uh, tell us about a little bit about your background, where you're from, and, and what you're most looking forward to in your new role.
2: Sure. Um, primarily, I'm from the Midwest. Uh, I'm a nurse. I've been in the behavioral health uh, arena for about 30 years, give or take. Um, most recently, I'm from the Chicago area where I started three new facilities uh, in that market but I'm really looking forward to working with the community here to providing services that are so needed um, across the country, but really, really needed here in this area. So I'm excited to join uh, MiraVista and grow our hospital and our services to meet the needs of the community.
0: Now, I understand that MiraVista is allowing uh, direct admissions for both the adolescent and adult units. Um, I, Kim, you told me that this process is a reflection of MiraVista partnering with other community providers to help people uh, avoid evaluation and long stays in an emergency department, Uh, how is that so?
1: It's been a great um, opportunity for us, Joe, to serve the community in a way that is reducing barriers, um, really helping to ease challenges for individuals who are in need of the inpatient psychiatric services that we provide here at MiraVista. So, some time ago, the Executive Office of Health and Human Services actually created what it referred to as the roadmap for behavioral health here in Massachusetts. And part of that roadmap included the creation of community behavioral health centers or CBHCs. So, Mira Vista really wanted to work closely to, with providers in the community, community organizations, nonprofits we reached out to the CBHCs and began to have conversations which resulted in a direct admit process, which means individuals are able to access treatment here at MiraVista for inpatient um, psychiatric care without necessarily having to first go to the emergency department. So that critical assessment that's needed to determine level of care is actually happening at the community level in the local CBHCs that um, are provided through the Center for Human Development, the Behavioral Health Network, as well as clinical and support options. So we're very, very thankful for their partnership and the coordinated effort that we were able to work together on, which really does improve access to treatment here at Maravista.
0: You mentioned earlier that Miravista just uh, reopened its um, its newly renovated um, adolescent unit. Um, uh, Shelly, how many beds does that bring back online, and um, and and and, um, and how does the, the the renovation project improve the delivery of care?
2: Um, we're we're kind of doing a slow ramp, so we're sure that the staff are um, ready and prepared. That we're doing the best that we can for the patients and the families that we're serving. Uh, We have four patients right now. We'll be at eight by the end of the week and we'll be fully at 16 by the end of next week.
0: Are there plans for for future expansion um, or other improvements in the mental health facilities and services you guys offer?
2: We have a lot of space here and a lot of opportunity. So it's something that we're discussing daily around, you know, what we're hearing in the community and what we're finding as the needs so that we can you know, optimize the services that are most needed for the, the community.
0: How, how important was it to, to reopen this, um uh, the adolescent unit?
2: It was very important. I think it's, it you know, across the country, it's just a need for um, adolescents to have a place where they can get treatment. Um, but here specifically, there was just a void. And I think this is a fantastic uh, opportunity for us to meet the needs and meet the community where they're... Um, have the most opportunity for services.
0: And I guess either one of you can can tackle this one. Uh, I, I know we heard a lot during the pandemic of, of you know, its effect on, on especially young people. Um, has Have these years kind of played into that, the growing need for uh, these types of services?
1: Very much so, Joe. In fact, um, just looking at um, some of the recent statistics that have been provided for, for Massachusetts, according to the Massachusetts Association for Mental Health, approximately 30% of Massachusetts' youth ages 0 to 17 have experienced at least one form of trauma, abuse, or significant stress in the prior year with almost 14% experiencing multiple traumas. And so for that for those youth having access to local mental health inpatient psychiatric treatment is is really um is really crucial and while this is not a local st- statistic per se but from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, we know that more than one in five youth who are between the ages of 13 and 18, either currently or at some point during their life have had a seriously debilitating mental illness. And even though COVID and the pandemic has, you know, um, has passed and um, it's um, more, than, more than two years ago that we've experienced it still, there are very severe long-term implications to young peoples and adults as well um, mental illness so we we continue to see the effect
0: you're listening to business talk a podcast presented by business west and sponsored by people's bank we're talking today with uh shelly zimmerman the hospital administrator at miravista behavioral health center and kim lee the chief of creative strategy and development there um now now you you, miravista is a regional provider what um what geographical areas um, do you most serve
1: We are predominantly, Joe, seeing and and serving individuals from Western Massachusetts. However, our reach and our access to individuals who are in need of care really does span the entire Commonwealth. So it is not not uncommon for us to see young people, adults as well, from the eastern part of the state, um, the Berkshires, um, New Hampshire, um, just south of us over the border Connecticut. So we we really are indeed a, a regional as well as a statewide provider of inpatient mm-hmm. behavioral health care.
0: And and, and Shelly, can you talk about the ty- the types of mental health conditions and disorders that MiraVisa specializes in?
1: Sure. I, we
2: see an array of mental health uh, conditions from, you know, depression, bipolar, schizophrenia, just to name a few. Uh, we treat any and all mental health disorders and we also have substance abuse, so we treat uh, folks struggling with addiction.
0: And what um, what steps does the hospital take to provide support and or resources to the families and loved ones of patients that seek that seek mental health treatment there?
1: We Joe have a, a, a very robust team at Miravista of of social workers and and discharge planners. So they really do work diligently to be sure that every patient who leaves MiraVista has an aftercare plan that may include resources for outpatient mental health counseling that may mean access to housing providers that may also mean a connection to our um, CSP programs, which are local, which provide additional case management support after individuals discharge. to be sure that when folks leave Mira Vista, they continue to receive the services or the supports that they need in order to sustain healthy mental health.
0: Um, what types of professionals are working with patients? I mean, can you talk about the qualifications or, or training of um, of the, uh, um, the personnel there, whether it's uh, psychiatrists or therapists or whatnot?
2: Sure. We have a full complement of psychiatry and medical providers. We have nurses, licensed therapists, and social workers, and mental health technicians.
0: And is there anything on the on the horizon um, for Miravista Mira in terms of uh, new programming, new services? Um, anything that we can look forward to?
2: Our big focus is this adolescent unit that we opened just this week. Um, so it's day three of that. Um, but we have a lot of opportunity here in the future. I think you're going to be seeing, you know, a lot more of us and and what we have to offer the community very, very quickly.
0: Kim, I know we, we've we've talked about this a lot in the past um, and, and it's a subject that interests me because I think it's so important. Um, I mean there's been so much talk and so much awareness of behavioral health, mental health, um, especially in the last few years. but do you feel like there's still a stigma attached um, to it that's that keeps people from um, seeking treatment? And, and how does, how does Mira Vista sort of um, address that and kind of promote awareness and education in the community?
1: We are very active in, in our community and um, have a lot of opportunity to talk to individuals who are either seeking services for themselves or for a loved one. Uh, we spend a lot of time networking and supporting human resource professionals outside of the EAP um, so that they know and are aware of the programs and services that are available to support their workforce. And even within some of those conversations, you know, there there are still individuals who are hesitant um, to seek the services that they need. And so it's it's been an ongoing message um, from MiraVista as we engage the community that, you know, mental health is health. So how we feel physically is really no different in terms of seeking treatment than the way we feel about our mental health and, and how we seek treatment for that. So when our emotional well-being is not, um, is not where we feel it, it should be encouraging people to seek help in the community, whether that be through talk therapy or meeting with a therapist. But we also spend a lot of time, for example, um, we were thrilled to host the Holyoke Chamber of Commerce this morning. And a big part of that conversation focused on mental health and how people can access treatment, whether that's here at MiraVista or through other nonprofit providers and and partners in the community. But I think the more we start talking and continue to talk about mental health and continue to compare it to our physical health so that mental health becomes just as important as how we're feeling physically, stigma will hopefully um, begin to mitigate to a point where people feel just as comfortable talking about their sore back at the water cooler um, as they do about perhaps having a little anxiety before a presentation that day.
0: Makes sense. And within families or, or, or with loved ones, I mean, if there's noticed somebody in your, in your life um, who is struggling that you maybe talk about it or seek resources, is do you encourage them to kind of bring up the conversation in, in, within their own circles to encourage others to seek those resources?
1: The more we talk about mental health, the more comfortable people will feel um, seeking treatment, as well as encouraging others um, to as well. It's really important for individuals to understand that talking about mental health or asking people um, how are they're feeling, you know, it's it's a it's a very simple three-word question, and that's how are you? And when you ask an individual how they're feeling, encourage them to give an honest answer, encourage them to open up about how they're feeling so that they can find the help that they need. And again, whether that's through MiraVista or the Community Behavioral Health Centers, but there are definitely resources here in Western Massachusetts available and, and eager to help.
0: Shelley, before we go, i um uh, uh, considering your background and, 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 and your time at Mira Vista and considering the needs of the community, um, it, how gratifying is your role now and how important is do you feel like the work of Mira Vista is?
2: The work here at Mira Vista is invaluable. Um, I am really, really looking forward to getting these programs launched um, and operational for the community and just partnering with the community you know, I used to say as a hospital CEO before the pandemic, I'm an outside of the box thinker. And after the pandemic, I say there's no box, like there's just no box. So, you know, offering services in a unique way, making sure that we can meet the people where they're at is very, very important. So that's what I hope to bring to the table here is, you know, a unique, maybe fresh perspective Um on something that's so desperately needed,
0: and for individuals who might want to access mental health services or, or want more uh, information about your facility, can you provide any contact information for them?
1: Our, our website um, is a a very um, informative medium for individuals to learn more, and that is Mira Vista, B as in behavioral, H as in health, C as in care dot care. So miravistabhc.care. Or individuals can call directly as well. Um, We do have a receptionist from 7 in the morning until 7 o'clock in the evening, 413-701-2600.
0: I appreciate that. And uh, that's that's our podcast for today. Thank you both so much for spending a few minutes with me this morning.
2: Thanks for having
0: us. And thanks to all of you for tuning into Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West and sponsored by People's Bank. I'm Joe Bednar, the editor of Business West, and we'll see you next time.